Welcome to this episode of the Product Life Podcast. This is one of your co-hosts, Ramley John, and I'll be hosting this one. I have Jeff Beckham. He is the head of product and content marketing at Nick's Panel. And we talk about the 2020 State of Product Innovation Report that they just released last week. This report is so much information and insights for product managers out there. Some of the things we talked about that only 11% of companies are actually able to validate product decisions with data. That's actually crazy. Only one in 10 product managers. Why is that? What kind of information and insight do they find after surveying over 450 product managers in different types of companies? Well, that's it for now. Let's jump in in my chat with Jeff. Hey, everybody. I'm excited to have Jeff here from Mixpanel. He's going to talk about the report they just put together about the state of product analytics and, and everything else. How is it going, Jeff? How are things with you? Going awesome. Doing really well and excited to be on the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about the stuff you're working on. I know we're going to jump right into the state of product analytics and that report that you, your team has put together. But before we do, I know what Mixpanel is. A lot of product people know what Mixpanel Even marketers, like for the listeners who are living under a rock and who are not sure what Mixpanel is, can you just describe what Mixpanel is and talk a little bit about your role as well there? Yeah, so, so Mixpanel is product analytics software. And the ultimate goal of it is to help PMs make really great decisions, smarter and faster. The common metrics that folks look at are conversion, engagement, and retention within their apps and their products and their sites. And Mixpanel is ultimately there to empower people to move these metrics in the directions that they want to. My role is I'm the head of product marketing at Mixpanel, and I've been at the company for about three years. Wow. Congrats. Uh, let's jump in. And your your team recently put together this 2020 state of product analytics report. You know, what, one of the first questions I want to ask is about metrics because people love talking about metrics and success metrics. What are the key metrics that product managers these days are really focusing on? Yeah, it's the big three that you would expect, actually. Conversion, engagement, and retention. But the ordering was quite interesting. We can get into this if it's interesting to you in the audience. But yeah. when you break it down by... Uh, industry, for example, it does vary, but those were the top three pretty much across the board. Can you talk a little bit about that and in terms of the priorities, like what really are people looking at, maybe even by industries, like are is everybody looking at those three types of metrics or is it, it really depends on the type of industry? Yeah, so I'll get into some specifics here is when it comes to across the board, retention came in number one, and this mm-hmm. is actually data that came in before COVID. So I expect that that trend's even intensified since then. And it makes sense to me. It's super intuitive. A lot of times a marketing team, for example, might be responsible for acquisition, but the product team for keeping people inside the product. When you break it down by industries in B2B software, retention was first. Again, no surprise since there tends to be more in-depth usage, more complex products. Then when you look at e-commerce or consumer tech, consumer tech is broadly speaking, think things like, an Uber or a food delivery app, for example, conversion was actually at the top for those. Mm. It makes sense is if you're Uber, hey, you want people to come in, book rides, and that's the primary thing. And then in media was another example where engagement, no surprise, like you hear the term binge, binge watcher. <laughs> and I know it's a little bit of a dirty term, but the ultimate goal is to get people coming back. If you're a, a Netflix type company, one of these other services, are people watching a bunch of things because that's the great indicator of if they're happy and, and getting value. No, that totally makes sense. And you're right. Binge, binge can be a, <laughs> a kind of a dirty word. 
take a step too fast forward, but what was the mythology behind like this report? Like, did you send out a survey to X number of product managers? How did this report come together? Yeah. In all, there were 459 respondents and we intentionally targeted only product managers. So product managers of, of all levels from heads of product to entry-level product folks, but only PMs. And then it was a global survey. I think naturally it was a little more skewed towards the US, but that was mm-hmm. actually one of the interesting findings where there's actually more PMs in the US. No, no surprise there, but definitely global. We hit all the key regions, North America, Europe, EMEA, whatever you want to call it, and then Asia Pacific. Across all of that areas and countries, what are some things you found that was getting in the way of product innovation? I I have read the report. I know it's coming out very soon, but your team found that only 11% of companies are able to validate product decision with data. So that's that's crazy. That's like (laughs) one out of 10, right? Like people talk about being data driven and data this and data that, and people are looking for that in their job description. But What's really getting in the way with that surprising statistics? Yeah, I was pretty stunned as well. And I mean, it does speak to a characteristic I've generally known and loved about the PMs I've worked with is like very self-critical and always wanting to do better. So take keep that in mind. But and when I think about this question, I processed it is like, what does it really take to make good decisions with data? And it's, first of all, data that you trust. Mm. And then second is actually the ability to analyze the data. It's just sitting in a data warehouse or a spreadsheet, but you can't actually answer the questions with the data that you want to, then you can't get the value. And I think it's usually a combination of the two for folks and a trend I've seen, and this is based on survey data, but also a bunch of research conversations I've done is that let's say a more sophisticated big tech company, they tend to have the data and the barrier there is just like the access and ability to analyze it. Mm. One of the common things, like I, I talked to a friend at Coinbase who's a PM there. He's like, yeah, they ask us all to be SQL experts, to query the database. And he's like, yeah, I could be great at that if I wanted to, but I'm also trying to set the product direction and the product roadmap. Mm. Like, is this something that I really have time for? Um, and so you see that at a lot of places where the tooling isn't necessarily in place to make this fast and easy for PMs. And then when you've got a lot going on and so much is asked of you as a product strategist, you're like, well, I'll just go with my gut because by the time I I build the funnel in SQL, it's going to take me forever, right? And then if there's a data team, you know, data scientists, business analysts, whatever, they're working on tons of really important stuff, churn models, prediction models, et cetera, and they might not have time to help you. Mm. And, you know, one of the things that it could be another reason why is you talked about time, but like maybe expertise where like you're expected to know SQL, but you're not that deep into it. That leads me to this interesting insight that the report found that there's so much data and you're talking about that, but not enough data informed decision. Yeah. You're already reaching towards that. Why is that? Like, is it, you talked about time, but is it maybe there's just way too much data they can't find quality data or is it maybe there's not enough expertise in that team? Yeah, it's a really good question. And I think it does kind of harken back to the the last thing we were talking about here where it's like having the data and the ability to analyze it. And in a sense, I almost find expertise to be a trap question, right? Where (laughs) every PM I've met, like incredibly smart across the board. And so Mm. if you said be an expert at this or that, they could. And it's more 
like spending the time, right? And so I kind of like, I have an analogy where like in marketing, right? We, we write a lot of ad copy. I'm sure PMs could be great about it, great at doing that, but it's not like what their day job is and just who has the time. So I think it is a lack of expertise, but I just, I hate the word in a sense where they could be experts. It just, there's a better way out there is what I'm getting to where there's tools, you know, Mixpanel being one of them. I'm not here to promote the product per se of just, there's data, easy reports and ways to analyze this for a PM to answer the questions that you have on a daily basis. Mm. I want to jump and talk about those tools. I know you already talked about Mixpanel, but you know, the other insight that I found uh, that I noticed in that report is that there are certain tools that product teams are really using to increase KPIs by an average of 30%. So what are those tools and how does Mixpanel kind of stack up against those other tools? Yeah. So there's tons of tools out there. I'm definitely like to think that Mixpanel is one of the better ones, right? But, you know, see for yourself, we encourage you to try out the product and I think the the reason for the gains that we saw is that the end of the day, the data is there to the conversation we've been having throughout. It's like, so how do I actually get value out of the data? One of the things that tools like Mixpanel enable is the ability to actually be data-driven on a daily basis. And so when you remove all the barriers that we talked about, of I don't know how to run SQL or I'm trying to use Google Analytics, but it's more of a marketing tool. It doesn't answer the questions I have. When it's easy, I want to know my retention rates. I want to know mm. who converted, but also why or why they didn't. I want to do in-depth cohort analysis and lifecycle analysis. It's pretty easy in a tool like Mixpanel. And so the barriers are gone and you can do it on a daily basis. And when it's just part of your workflow and super simple, then you're just always iterating, always testing. And that's the way you get numbers to go up and to the right. Um, or if it's churn, you want it to go down into the right. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Based on this report, what kind of advice would you give to product teams now looking forward to 2020 and beyond? And, you know, keeping in mind that a lot of businesses are facing stuff with COVID and there's a lot of, of downturn, like what would be your actual advice for product teams? My advice is just that data is truth. And mm. I don't think I'm saying anything revolutionary here, but one of our customers, uh, a senior PM, said this phrase that I loved is like, the PMs who ask and answer the most questions with data build the best products. And mm. when I've seen this at the companies I've worked at, the people I've talked to, the people who are intellectually curious and really want to dig deep beneath the surface level are the ones who really uncover the opportunities for improvement in their product. And then, especially in these crazy times that we're in in the world, a lot of companies, I mean, mixed panel included, are seeing pretty dramatic changes in product usage and the behavior of their users. And so you got to know like, what's changing, what's happening. How do these times change my product and the experience that I need to provide? Um, our head of, head of product, Neil, has this good phrase of like, you ship user experience, you don't ship product. Mm. And what is the user experience that people are seeking and are we delivering on that today? So you know, just to hit on some of the things I said before, it's, are you going deep enough? Like, keep asking questions to learn more, to do things the right way. I'm curious what it would be your advice to individual product managers. What kind of skills should they be learning other than just asking those questions? Should they spruce up their SQL skills or Power BI? Is there any advice you have based on the support to individual product managers to make sure that they're kind of up to date with their skills? Yeah, I've been lucky enough to work with 
so many talented PMs throughout my career. And I don't think there's one single way to be a great PM. But if I think about the, the things I've noticed about the strongest ones, it's like they're all intellectually curious. I know I'm like hitting that one over the head, but people who always want to really learn, but also have like that level of business acumen who can have the technical aptitude to work with the engineering team really well, but also have that business sense to interface with the business. And then the ones that I get to work with at Mixpanel are all really incredible in that sense of like, am I doing the things that matter to the business, but also like the customer mindset is um, there's so many times when there's something that might be a short-term benefit to the business. It's in the long-term detriment of the customer. And the best products win end of the day. At least that's my belief and what I've seen and the, the PMs who are always doing right by customers and, and using the data about customer behavior to, to check into that are the ones that are really the best. I want to kind of ask a question about that. You're talking about talking to customers and looking at the data. How can one balance both the qualitative and the quantitative case? I tend to find that there's some product managers that's really focused on the data and they're all about the data. And there are some that just, you know, let's just talk to customers. You know, the data is dirty. It's not yeah. clean. So we'll get the insight from customers. How can product managers find that balance between those two? Yeah, you're hitting on a good point. And <laughs> I think you need both. And in reality, you could call all of these things data. It's just a matter of the scale of mm. the data. Um, when you're talking to someone, you're collecting data. It's just a, a different way. And like when I, when I personally do research, I've worked with our PM teams to do this. And I've actually done a lot this year just ended a market research project where we sent out a survey like this, you know, talk to hundreds of people via the survey indirectly, but also talk to 20 or 30 folks face-to-face or via Zoom, right? <laughs> these, these days. <laughs> and when you ask the questions and see how they react, you get a different feel for it. It's just, I think it's just a different type of insight that you're looking for is the data of product usage is just the truth of what things are people using? How are they using it? And you can get some of the why from the data if you go deep, but sometimes you just need to ask people is, hey, I, I noticed that this feature that we thought would be really valuable, but not enough people are using it. And I noticed you, you aren't either. Like, what could we do to make it better? And that's where the qualitative insights can be super powerful. That's such a good point. I think it's really getting out there and really talking to customers I want to kind of start wrapping up, you know, where can people find out more about your work and, you know, where can people find this report when this comes out? Yeah, it's just head to, you know, Google type in mix panel will we'll, <laughs> we'll show up and then we'll have the report readily available on the site. But if you want to search for it directly, I would just, to be honest, recommend Googling the, the state of product analytics by mix panel and you'll see it. And then, you know, I'd be happy to provide the link if you want to send it out to the listeners as well. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, definitely add that in the show links as well and then send this out when, with the link. So well, thank you so much for your time, Jeff. I, I really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks so much. Yeah.